Welcome back into the Illini Enquirer podcast as Illinois improves to 3-1 and one with a 66-53 win over Hawaii. Took a 17-point lead late in that game, but Derek Piper feels like we are watching the same game over and over again against lower-level opponents. This one didn't go to overtime. Uh, this one didn't ever feel out of reach. or It felt like Illinois was going to win in that last 10 minutes or so, but they just let a lower-level team hang around, and the biggest thing is Illinois just kind of looks uncomfortable and out of sync. Yeah, offensively still some glaring issues against teams that are going to struggle to make the NCAA tournament, and obviously they have a lot more challenging opponents coming up in a couple of weeks. But, uh, yeah, they have stretches offensively where they really don't move the ball a lot. They force-fed it into Kofi early in the first half, which usually is going to pay off. But uh, he struggled early, uh, didn't get a lot of offensive production from your backcourt. Uh, of course, it got better in the second half. I, I liked how they, they ran a little less spread, it seemed like, a lot more high ball screen, and, and that seemed to work a lot, a lot better. But, of course, they can't afford some of the stretches that they're going through right now when it heats up, Big Ten play in a couple of weeks and all that. Yeah, we saw that against Arizona, right? You're not going to be able to, to handle against those kind of teams. You and I were kind of looking at each other as this game goes halftime, tied. You know, they get down early in the second half. And offensively, Brad Underwood's scheme, the spread, as we, we've talked about, just hasn't been working. I looked at you and said, John Gross would love this roster right now. High ball screens, right? You got three lead guards. You got two guys with Georgie and Kofi who you think could do really well with a pick and roll. They did do a little bit more of that, but do you feel like the system it just doesn't fit these guys? Or what do you think Underwood needs to do with that offense to spark it? Yeah, you might need to simplify it right now. It's a hard balance with a couple of things. You can mention the Georgie and Kofi pairing, whether you just continue to be stubborn with it and play through it against some lower-level competition. Hopefully there's a breakthrough. Otherwise, you're you're making changes. Uh, But as you mentioned, it almost seems like Illinois just – your dudes against Hawaii, if it was much simpler, you should win those battles and uh, let the guards loose and and do their thing because a lot of times in the spread, it's just so – robotic and slow and I don't know they're just not getting the the rotations and the movement and and the type of they seem uncomfortable as you mentioned yeah I mean it feels complicated for these guys when it shouldn't be as complicated with the talent that they have I will say this though in the second half they had some good stretches of offense there I mean they scored 40 points shot 50 percent in the second half had actually a positive assist to turnover ratio which is really odd for this team uh through this I mean they haven't had a positive assist turnover ratio so far this year but what did you see in the second half that gets a little hope is it just the the change or did the players just take care of the ball better I mean because they've been so sloppy yeah, the first 15 minutes or so, I don't know if they – did they not have a turnover? Uh, that was a big deal. Andres Feliz had five assists on the game, and all of them were in the second half. Again, that, I think that goes back to him coming off high ball screens and making decisions and getting in the lane uh, was really beneficial. Obviously, you got to the free throw line, and then Kofi was a lot better, more efficient when you got it inside. And, and Georgie had some moments as well. Uh, still would like to see Io be able to, to get his game going. That, that's a, a little bit of a concern right now. Uh, Trent's been up and down, but I still feel like no turnovers for him. He's making the right plays for the most part. Uh, that was kind of the difference in the second in the second half. Uh, defensively, there were some positives of this game. Hawaii came in shooting 40% from three, basically, and they shoot three for 22. You wonder if they would have hit some of their open shots. But what did Illinois do defensively to, to bother them? It did feel like the three guards, Io had a good stretch, Andres had a good stretch, and uh, Underwood was raving about Trent Frazier's game on uh, uh, their, their best player, Eddie Stansbury, after the game. Yeah, Trent drew the 
the assignment with Stansbury and was denying pretty much every catch. Uh, did a pretty good job. Stansbury had some open looks early, and so did Avea, and those are two guys that shoot over 41% from three. So on one, I know Underwood was very complimentary of his defense, and when you hold a team to 53, 53 points, uh, that, that's pretty good. Uh, but they missed some open threes for the most part, though, as you mentioned. Io uh, had some good contests and forced some bad shots, and, and Andres Felice was all over their guards as well. So uh, I do think they gave up too many easy baskets, though. Points in the paint was towards Hawaii, and the advantage at 36 compared to Illinois' 34. Uh, too many easy layups and, and takes to the basket. I thought Underwood was a little easy on his team when you asked about that as well. He was saying we're just trying to deny everything out front. All right, we come back. Let's talk about some of these individual players, including an unexpected bench boost uh, and a freshman that is just playing lights out right now. We'll talk about that next. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Every time you give up on Kipper Nichols, here he comes back. It was Madison Square Garden, Kipper Nichols, with some of those spin moves. Yeah. Uh, where did that come from? But it was nine points off the bench, not a lot of rebounds. Had a couple bad moments on offense. But then Alan Griffin gives you three points, five rebounds off the bench. You got a little bit of boost, but you needed all of those Kipper Nichols points, especially early, Derek, when you weren't getting anything. As Brad said after the game, we need that consistently, but they can't count on it. You just haven't seen it. But that was a nice because you needed it tonight. Absolutely. I mean, you come into the game, and he's averaging 1.3 points and 1.7 rebounds, and he, he scores nine for you, gets you 21 minutes. He's plus 11 when he's on the floor. Uh, did some good things. As you mentioned, some of the spin moves, he's coming out of the time machine. From 20, is that 2017, 2016? I can't remember. He's been here forever. Uh, but, yeah, need, need more of those moments, especially while Tevian's out. But uh, can you count on it? That's another question. But no Benjamin tonight, so obviously Underwood liked – Kipper out there a lot better. Yeah, let's talk about that a little bit. No Benjamin tonight. You wrote it, and I was thinking of it too. Like, without Kipper being able to count on him, you want to see a lot of Bossman's Verdant. Didn't see any of him, but you did see Georgie with 30 minutes, only had one foul in this game, ended up with 10 points and nine rebounds, wasn't very good defensively, but had three assists. He looked at least a little more comfortable there. What strides did you see from him? I liked where they got him the ball. They got him the ball on the block a couple of times, finished with the right hand. Uh, he was very active on the glass. Underwood kind of called him out after only having one rebound against Arizona. So I thought his energy was really good there. Uh, defensively, he had some horrid stretches. He gave us some really easy baskets inside, but uh, I think you'll take 10 and 9 from Georgie most nights. And, uh, yeah, really going after the glass. This is a team that you should be able to out-rebound, and they did that. Uh, Kofi Coburn, can we say any more? I mean, it was ugly in that first half. He was one of seven from the field, but he had eight rebounds, so he was dominating on the interior, uh, but he just looked kind of uncomfortable and uh, didn't get uh, some good looks and didn't have touch around the rim. Second half, though, makes his first four shots, finishes with his third double-double in four games, 15 points, 14 rebounds, through three games, he's averaging 14-11. During one part of the first half, I looked at you and said, he had just ball screens better than I expected. What did you say, Derek? 
He's doing everything better than I expected. I, I said 10-6 and six as kind of a bar, the Bruno Fernando stat line from his freshman year, and now I'm saying I may have over, undershot it by maybe a decent amount. I know the opponent is, is still uh, going to ramp up here, but Kofi, he's comfortable with both hands. I like to see how he finished with the left hand tonight. Obviously, he's a difference maker on the glass. We're seeing why he led the EYBL in rebounding uh, his last year on the circuit. So, uh, And then two blocks. He continues to show in flashes that he can be a rim protector, and I think he has a lot more up upside there than I originally thought. He doesn't make a high rate of them, but he also gets to the foul line so much. He drew six fouls tonight, got to the free throw line six times. He's been all Big Ten freshman. He's lived up to every bit of hype so far, and even against Arizona in a down game, he gives you nine and seven in this one. Okay, Io DeSumo, um, second time in four games he hasn't scored in double digits. I mean, this is a kid that has – Lottery pick hype. I, I've always thought it's more end of first round, but what do you see out of him so far? There are good stretches uh, in transition where he gets going. There are good stretches of defense, but in that half court, he just it doesn't seem comfortable right now. Yeah, that, that is what it is. Um, going to the basket, he's not a said it a lot. Not really an explosive off the floor athlete. He got a shot blocked multiple times. Uh, he had four turnovers again tonight. He's averaging four. Through four games, he's giving it up four times a game. Uh, so, yeah, got to be able to show the pull-up jumper. Uh, it just doesn't look super confident, comfortable. Sometimes he forces it. Sometimes he disappears. Uh, they got to get him going somehow, some way. Uh, I'm not really sure exactly what it is. Try to get him some open shots. But uh, coming off the ball screen has got to be able to make some decisions, make some other people better. I think he's done that a decent job so far. But also, uh, yeah, pull-up game. He's got to be craftier around the rim, though, because obviously he's not going to elevate over a lot of people. Right, let's take one more quick break. When we come back, what we want to see Wednesday, quick turnaround. We're going to have a lot of quick turnarounds. What we want to see Wednesday night and get your uh, scouting report on a Illini commit who was in town last week. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, Derek Piper, the Citadel comes to town. The mighty, I don't even remember what their names are. I just typed it. I think the Bulldogs. I think they're the Bulldogs. We'll go with it. Uh, The Citadel comes to town. Yeah, they they have a couple guys who shoot about 40% from three, but obviously this is all about Illinois. What's the biggest thing you want to see from Illinois on Wednesday night? play a full 40-minute game against a team that doesn't belong in the same court as you and, and to really get a comfortable lead. And uh, as Underwood said against Grand Canyon, they didn't step on their throats, and, and you'd like to see that. Uh, it seemed in the first half they didn't have the energy that, that maybe they should have had. They didn't have the urgency. Uh, you couldn't tell if you would have picked out the team and said one flew across country in an ocean and the other was at home for a week. You, you couldn't have picked out the team. So I, I would like to see Illinois with a little more urgency, a little more aggression. I could make the case, like, if, if you want to argue against me here, but they, Illinois has eight of its nine returners back. I know Tevian Jones isn't playing right now. I know not all these guys were at Italy, but they all practiced together for those ten extra practices. I am shocked, Derek, of how out of sync they look. It, it doesn't make any sense whatsoever to me of why this team doesn't feel like it's gelled. Like, this feels like the season it should be. And they, they got to figure it out pretty quick because even though they have these three more games after that, 
it's Miami, Maryland, Michigan. Like, yeah. it gets hard right away, and that NCAA tournament resume is going to matter right away. Yeah, it's completely fair. And really, if you look at what Illinois has done so far, can you say that they're a guaranteed win over Mizzou? Are they a guaranteed win over Miami? You can't say that. And, yeah, if you if you would have told us that, that Kofi would be putting up these kind of numbers, you would think that Illinois you know, maybe went to Arizona and won. And that is, uh, you know, with the offense, the system, these guys have played in it. I know there's some different positioning with Georgie uh, and doing some different things, but at the same time, uh, obviously this team has not, through a full game, the Arizona first half was great, offensively in particular, but through a full game has not shown what they, what a lot of people thought. Without Kofi Coburn, I don't want to say they'd be 1-3, and three, but they might be 2-2. Two and two. Right, yeah, <laughs> be yeah, two sure. and two at this point right now. So he's been uh, a huge boost to this team. All right. Uh, speaking of guys uh, end of the roster, we'll talk about Adam Miller later on in the week, probably after the Citadel uh, podcast. But what did you see from Coleman Hawkins this weekend? He kind of had a great weekend here. He got to feel love from Illini fans and brought a, a talented, prolific prep team with him. What'd you see from Coleman? Yeah, he had uh, 17 points and 10 rebounds in the game I saw again on Friday. Uh, obviously, someone that's that's pretty darn skilled for his size, 6'10", still very skinny. Uh, he had a really deep three for the first bucket of the game, which is encouraging to see. Uh, did some things off the dribble to get to the rim and get fouled. Uh, liked that. I think he's a very, very good passer, especially for his size. Uh, the physicality still is something that I have a major question mark with, not only playing, obviously, in the Big Ten, year one, but maybe it might take a couple of years. And that's something he's going to have to show. Uh, not an explosive athlete off the floor or anything, but uh, he has some skills, some pieces that you can put together. Uh, can definitely stretch the floor. I think he'll become a more consistent three-point shooter. He's a, pr- he's a good one. He can become a pretty good one. Uh, so th- there's some things to work with, obviously, there. All right, we'll talk about Adam Miller later on in the week. That's a tease. Uh, I think we will. I think we will. <laughs> uh, the Citadel, uh, Derek Piper and I, we will say this. We will be up in Chicago covering the Adam Miller announcement. So we will uh, have more on that later in the week for you. Illinois gets uh, another win against a Hawaii lower-level opponent, 66-53. They got a couple more of those before they get into the meat of the non-conference schedule. It includes a couple of Big Ten games. We'll talk about that when we come back on the Online Enquirer podcast. Subscribe to us, rate us, review us. We appreciate that. We'll talk to you next time.